By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. This is One Hitters. Getting to know the guests of the Cannabis 101 podcast. This is One Hitters. Really excited to chat with Dan Shapiro, Associate General Counsel at Green Lane. And we get into all of what that means in the actual interview. You can find that at www.cannabis101podcast.ca. But Dan, are you ready for One Hitters? Absolutely, Dean. Thank you for having me. No problem. Great to chat with you. Let's start with what your favorite THC cultivar is. So actually a Florida-based cultivar called One Plant that was just acquired by Cresco Labs. And as a Florida resident, uh, Brady Cobb, their CEO, seen him speak. I've met him a few times and they're doing some amazing work down here in Florida representing the Florida cannabis culture. And they're, they're really putting out some amazing product right now. Some real top quality flower. How about on the CBD side? Do you have any favorites there? Yeah, so we uh, at Greenlane actually distribute a few different brands. Uh, Bloom Farms it has been great. Um, historically, we uh, were uh, distributing Mary's, which is fantastic as well, and Social CBD. So really all three of those have been great. And whether for uh, certain muscle issues or for sleep, um, a lot of these products have been uh, real great. How about your favorite consumption method? What do you like to go with? So I'm very classic, uh, just a a joint for me, always has been. Uh, I'll really consume through any type of of different way. Uh, We sell a lot of different products, which we'll get into. So obviously have to test some of them as they come to market. But really just a classic joint is always my favorite. All right. Uh, What about... Uh, in terms of um, your your accessories, and you just mentioned, and we we do get into it in the actual interview, uh, what do you like to go with as a, as an accessory? What's kind of, kind of your favorite uh, flavor of the month right now? Yeah, right now my favorite is this beautiful Marley Natural Water Pipe, uh, about this big. Um, and beautiful stained glass. Uh, we have a license with the Marley Estate. Uh, that's really my favorite right now. Then there's a number of vaporization products, whether it be uh, e-rig from Candy Pens, the Aura, uh, one of my favorite as well. Awesome. Uh, I, I love discovering uh, just new different products and um you know, when you, I, you know, when, when when I used to get together with my buddies until the COVID got together, you'd go over and be like, oh, check out this new pipe that I have or this new thing. And I'm like a kid in a candy store. I just get so excited uh, with, with something new. Speaking of uh, going back in time, what was your first experience like? Your first dance with Mary Jane? Yeah, so my, my first experience was in probably the end of my sophomore year of high school. And I was on a uh, school trip, um, a a debate trip, and we were staying in a hotel. And a few of my friends and I uh, were in the bathroom of our hotel room and got the shower going and the towels on the door and and the whole thing. Um, 
And that was the first time. And I remember it like it was yesterday, uh, feeling uh, a bit silly, feeling excited, um, obviously a little bit nervous just because uh, I was on a school trip. Um, but kind of look back and find it funny that I'm a lawyer in cannabis. And, and the first time was debate trip. Um, being uh being an attorney so <laughs> that's hilarious you know uh, i saw a video recently where they they basically reenacted what keith richard used to do and he would stick like a hose deep into the toilet uh and then blow through the hose and it would uh, basically uh go out to uh, the the exhauster wherever that uh, that pipe went and uh, i i never thought about it. i always did the shower thing as well thinking that would yeah. be perfect and I, i'm just kind of wondering i mean you know what would your debate skills be like on on cannabis would you would you be a, a mellow guy or would you just have all kind of ideas flying i wonder so it really would be both i think I the thing that I don't know and, and would be interesting to see is if I got into a very spirited, emotional debate, kind of how I would handle that. Because I think one thing uh, that I have always been, I think has been a skill of mine is sort of staying level headed and, mm. and uh, anticipating certain questions, anticipating the next two or three steps. And I, I honestly think that I, I probably wouldn't be too much different. Uh, truth be told, I just after certainly up to the last um, 12, 13 years of, of consuming with friends and having conversations and debates, uh, I'm definitely tested. Now, I will say I can't do legal work uh, under the influence at all. Legal work is a little bit different, but from a pure debate, it, assuming the prep had been done before, uh, I think I would be okay. Yeah, I th well, and, and we all kind of debate with our friends too, right? And right. Kind of in the moment, so you're, uh, you know, I guess we kind of know how um, you know, de depending on how uh, everybody reacts differently and things like that. Uh, one person you would like to get high with? I would say Marcus Aurelius, the the uh, Roman emperor, would definitely be number one on my list. Any particular reason why? So I'm a big fan uh, and student of Stoicism. Uh, uh, philosophy that few more modern writers, someone like a Ryan Holiday has really brought into the forefront into modern culture. And it's really helped me as I've entered my 20s and, and gone through my 20s, put things in perspective, handle changes, getting married, moving, changing careers, uh, really staying uh, aligned with a, a moral compass, really focusing on the things that matter to me and, and really kind of creating a, a moral center for the things that I want to do. Very cool. Is there a famous person that you have been high with that you can talk about? Um, not by name. I, uh, a couple of athletes, um, but, but not by name, uh, not yet. Uh, you know, right. we'll get to that, <laughs> but, but not yet. All right. If you could smoke a joint with any fictional character, uh, doesn't have to be from the cannabis world, uh, just any fictional character out there, movie, book, TV, etc. who would it be? I would say Tommy Shelby, the uh, lead character from the show on Netflix, Peaky Blinders. I'm not sure if you're familiar, um, but I guess I'll give a, a little synopsis for those who aren't. It's a show on Netflix about a British gang in the 19, end of the 19 teens, it starts, uh, makes its way into the 30s. The 
sixth season is upcoming, got delayed due to COVID, and really follows him from being kind of a low-level, half-British, half-Gypsy gang leader to ultimately becoming a member of the British Parliament, amassing a huge fortune. And I think the next step is is him going against fascism and the rise of fascism in Western Europe. So he, to me, is someone who wouldn't be judgmental of what I was doing because of his background, would be able to teach me something. Uh, he was in World War One. There are just sort of so many different things that I think we could talk about that I think it would be fascinating. Yeah, he was uh, a tunneler in World War One, and yes. uh, highly decorated. I mean, the, you know, it, it, not to give away too much of the show, but it's uh, a recurring theme of of you know his like like many of, the, of that time, uh, the um, you know the the PTSD from from World War One. And you know what I really find familiar, and I love that show is it, it's it's very similar um, to some different shows that I was a fan of as well. Boardwalk Empire with Steve Buscemi, who uh, you know from kind of in your neck of the woods in the New Jersey area. I know you're from New York originally, uh, and it's Peaky Blinders is a little bit similar to that, and, and I find a little bit of similarities with Sons of Anarchy as well, with just some of the, the arcs and the, the, the relationships and the, you know, the family uh, sort of thing, you know, uh, the Aunt Polly in, in, um, in Peaky Blinders reminds me a lot of uh, the, the mother in uh, Sons of Anarchy and things like that. So there's a, kind of similarities with those shows, and I, I, like you, am entirely anticipating that next season, and I think there's a plans for more and possibly a movie with Peaky Blinders as well because it's getting crazy right now how it left off yeah I think there's no way they uh, how could they have anticipated where it was going to get where it was going to stop and and the fact that they were going to get delayed and it's funny you mentioned Sons of Anarchy I'm actually watching that now for the first time so I agree with you uh Gemma the the uh, mom is very is so similar um I I thought of that instantly too Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad I'm I'm not the only one. All right, let's talk about uh, 420 characters now. You know, I I got my two favorites up here, Cheech and Chong, hanging out with me all the time. Who's your favorite 420 character? So my favorite is an animated character. Actually, is Tally from South Park. <laughs> um, and uh, on the one hand, someone might say, well, it's a little bit of a stereotype. He kind of messes things up. You know, maybe you'd want someone who it potentially p- paints the the cannabis world into, into a, a better life but for me i just think it's so funny it was one of the first characters that i had ever seen who openly discussed consuming cannabis and south park was such a big part of of my upbringing from seven eight years old on that it, it will always have a special place in my heart that character yeah, you know, uh, the first time I saw South Park, I was, you know, high as a kite at a party that had just kind of died down at our place, and we threw the TV on. It was the Pink Eye episode where everybody thought they had Pink Eye, but they were zombies. Right. And I was like, well, the whole the whole room, there was about seven of us left, and we are like, what is this show? Because we'd never seen anything like it. And, and Tally, we featured a couple of times, uh, different times on our cannabis character when he was the, the tester, when he went out to the, the cannabis place. So right. they, they they are really, really great. Uh, I think that show has uh, 
uh, you know, made a lot of people laugh, and and then they've also, in a in a kind of a their own way, taken on some some pretty cool topics as well. So I, I have to agree with you uh, on on that end as well. And, you know, w- when you talk about being kind of that prototypical, uh, you know, cannabis character, I think that's still okay. I think people get a little bit worried about. You know, the stigma. The stigma is already there. But, you know, if you watch different shows now, they are working cannabis into it. I don't know if, you're, if you've are if you seen the show The Boys or not, uh, but uh, Maeve, uh, the, the one character, you know, she, she has shown smoking uh, cannabis at times. In the, in the stand that recently came out on Amazon, Greg Kinnear's character is vaping uh, during it all the time. And so cannabis is starting to just be worked into a lot of shows as we normalize it. And, uh, you know, I still, I'm still glad, like you are, that we have those kind of those actual characters and we don't you know we can't we don't have to run away from them you know we can we can include normal characters using cannabis in movies and tv shows as well and show that it is a normal part of the life and still have those fun stereotypical characters like these guys like the dude spicoli those kind (laughs) of things right you know we can can still have that there's room for everything yeah, and, and you know another character that always sticks out to me, just because of my generation, is Turtle from Entourage, yeah. um, and kind of and kind of on the other end of the spectrum versus Towie, I think Turtle was really the first character that kind of does show the, the multi-dimensional aspect of cannabis. I mean, they they go out of their way to show scenes where they're contacting dealers, they're hanging out with dealers, they're consuming in different ways, they're talking about the quality. Um, so that's, that's honestly, you know, now that I'm just thinking about it, it's another character who, uh, who stands out, even though you only asked for one. Yeah, that's okay. I'm a big fan of that show as well. Uh, and, and, you know, they show Turtle using cannabis a lot. And, and if you watch the show, you see how successful he becomes. And now it's it's a show, right, but, right. you know, you write it anyway. But speaking of that, Val Kilmer is the Sherpa. Maybe the best moment ever right. uh, when it comes to cannabis oh, yeah. in, uh, in Entourage. If, you, if anybody hasn't seen it, just go YouTube that scene because they want to get high, not low. It's really, really good and really, really Absolutely. Uh, classic. Okay, let's get back to the questions now. What is your favorite place to consume? For me, really anywhere with a group, uh, I, I will consume alone and, and I do frequently. I'm not a big drinker, um, but really anywhere with a good group. I, I'm happy outside, inside, up top of the mountain, at the beach, outside a restaurant. I really don't have a specific place. For me, it's really about the experience. I, I always like to be around different types of people, to meet new people. Uh, I'm potentially a little unique in, in how social I find cannabis. Uh, I know a lot of people kind of view it a, a different way. Um, but for me, it, it's really always been something that's been very social, kind of going back to that first time that I mentioned earlier. And and that certainly wasn't, I'm not going to say that was the ideal place or, or that I've tried to duplicate that experience uh, again. Um, but. But really anywhere with friends, any, anywhere with a group of people like-minded, whether I'm meeting them for the first time or been friends since I was a child. Where is the coolest place you've consumed? I'd say the coolest place I consumed was uh, in the DJ booth of a pretty famous uh, DJ in, in Las Vegas um, about five or six years ago. Um, at the height of their fame, uh, I have a connection to them through a friend and we were in the back of, of their DJ booth at a massive nightclub in, in Las Vegas and uh, was consuming uh, back there and 
they were going crazy and uh, I had my then uh, girlfriend, now wife with me, a bunch of friends. And I would say that was probably the coolest experience. Oh, that is wicked. Do you have a bucket list place? Is there is there one place you're like, yeah, this is where I want to get high? I would say Augusta National, uh, not not just because the Masters was this past weekend, but I uh, it's a bucket list place for me to go. Uh, I'm a huge golf fan. I'm a, a big golfer, not very good, but uh, big golf fan. Um, that that would definitely be at the top of my list. If you could get Snoop to caddy for you like he did in Starsky and Hutch, that would be the ultimate thing, right? Have him, like, giving you exactly. uh, clubs based on the, the, the grass and then rolling joints. Although Snoop has a guy who just follows him in his entourage and rolls joints for him, so you would never have a shortage of those, I don't think. That would be, that would be pretty cool. No, absolutely. Great movie, uh, great scene. Uh, I don't know a lot about golf, but I know a lot about grass. <laughs> great line. <laughs> Yeah, that's Alabama creek grass that he you got to use exactly. iron and stuff. I absolutely love that. Um, you, what goes well with weed for you? I would say my favorite drink, a Negroni and a slice of pizza. Uh, very Italian. I like all types of food, so the easy answer is food. But I wanted to narrow it down a little bit. And my favorite drink, which is gin campari, a little vermouth, orange slice, and a slice of pizza. Beautiful. What's your uh, favorite slang word for weed? What did you guys used to call it growing up? Honestly, always weed. Um, my uh, my mom is from Los Angeles and grew up in the 60s there, and she would always refer to it as pot. That was the term that I had known mm-hmm. growing up. But among friends, it, it really was always weed. A little bit of bud. Uh, came in when I went to college. I think that was a, a tri-state area term that was used a lot. But in high school, it was always just weed. And even to this day, um, I call it weed in in slang. Uh, because I work in the space, I call it cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but from a slang perspective, and even when I'm off the clock, uh, for lack of a better term, it's it's for me, it's always weed. I try to call it as many different things as possible. When you do two hours a week, you can't just keep using cannabis or weed or, you know, you got to get a little bit creative. And I think we should all be able to call it what we want. I don't I don't prefer the term drug uh, because I, I don't look at it as a drug. I look at it as a, as a plant. But I think people should be free to call it what it is. And there shouldn't be any uh, kind of looking down our nose at, at, at what different people want to call it. That, that's just my opinion anyway. Yeah, I pretty much anything other than marijuana uh, outside of a very strict legal context, because mm. that's often how it's defined in, in state and, and federal leg- uh, legislation. Uh, when I say state, U.S. state, um, I am pretty consistent, but I am like you. I, I always like switching it up, calling it new things to the extent I hear new terminology and um, but I'm I'm a little basic with it and, and kind of just default to the classic wheat. Mm-hmm. All right, let's wrap up uh, one hitters with what your favorite terpene is. So honestly, I don't know if I have a favorite terpene. Um, definitely, it really depends for me because I'm I'm someone who likes to try a million different things. So I'm not someone who really repeats anything. 
uh, to the extent, whether it's food, alcohol, cannabis, I always like to try new things, hear about what people like, take a recommendation. So that's a non-answer, but, but I really don't have a favorite. Um, with, with all the things that these different cultivators are doing um, with, with uh, certain uh, brands like Cookies, who, who we do a lot of work with and, and we can talk about later. And then one plant I mentioned, and we have also in Florida, True Leave and um, a, a few others. Uh, there's, there's really a lot of interesting opportunities out there. All right, this has been One Hitters with uh, Dan Shapiro, who is the Associate General Counsel at Green Lane. Check out the full interview at www.cannabis101podcast.ca. Check us out and follow us on social media at The Cannabis 101 on Twitter, at The Cannabis 101 Podcast on Instagram, and at The Canna 101 Podcast on Facebook. You can email us at cannabis101podcast at gmail.com.